What is going on, Washington Football Addicts, Washington Football Nation? We are here tonight for a victory dub, a big old fat dub. We did it. We didn't think we could do it, but we did it. We did it. I didn't think we could do it. Not gonna lie. I don't think every a lot of people didn't think we could do it, but including us, if you go back and look at the uh nobody, none of us predicted a win. If you go back and look at the scoring predictions, which I'll pull up here in a second, but fellas, hey, what a victory, right? We've been close if we had flipped the score. Flip the score, say what now? We would have been close if we had to flip the score. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. But, you know, let's just let's get the dedication right. First and foremost, uh, you know, this is going to be episode 94. Phil's going to dedicate it to whoever's going to dedicate it to. But uh, quick shout out to the passing of Sam Huff. We didn't really get to talk about that last um, last stream. So, you know, rest in peace, that, Sam Huff, yeah. one of the greatest middle linebackers in the history of uh, professional football, um, one of the first star middle linebackers in the history of football. And that's a, that's a, a glamour position, right? Everybody, the Mike is, you know, he's the captain of the defense. That's what Sam Huff was. So uh, rest in peace, Sam Huff. I did do a proper tribute to him in, on episode 70. Yep. Um, sure so if you want to go back in the archives and check out some of our stuff, bump up those stream numbers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, rest in peace, Sam Huff. Um, I actually have a former co-worker who I stay, still keep in touch with who's really close with his family. And uh, he hasn't been doing well the past few years. I mean, he's getting up there in age. And this is a guy who, I mean, come on. He was most famous for an NFL film. Or, sorry, not NFL films, but it was a CBS News special called The Violent World of Sam Huff. When someone does a 60-minute video on you and they title it the your violent world that tells you what kind of player he was yeah it means you know he's a baller he was a he was I mean, you know for for a washington team that didn't have much in the way of defense in the 60s we were an offensive juggernaut with no defense <sighs> um you know but he was he was a guy who kept us in games i mean you know sam huff was 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 it you know he he was you know, Mike Singletary, he was, uh, you know, Ray Lewis. He was one of those guys before those guys existed. Right. So, but let's talk about episode 94. Let's do it. I had a few choices for this, but I said, you know what? Victory Monday. Let's talk about the current number 94. Bring Deron Payne. Gang, gang. What can I say about this dude? First round draft pick. Um, you know, another one of the, 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 the Bama boys, uh, you know, part of that Alabama wall on the inside. Um, and he's been one of our most, uh, just solid, solid players. Um, he's only missed one game his entire career. Um, he hasn't started all of them. In fact, in 2019, he was doing a lot of rotating with Ionis and Allen as to who started which game. But in terms of missing games due to injury, he's only missed one game so far. And for a guy who, you know, I, I find athletic, really athletic defensive tackles. And De'Ron Payne's a really athletic defensive tackle. They tend to get hurt a little bit more than just like big old fat guys who just take up space in the middle. Maybe that's just me. But I think that he's only, in fact, he's only missed one game in his entire career. It says a lot. Uh, super athletic for such a big man. Uh, constantly. 
uh, putting up a wall against the run, uh, you know, does a lot, in my opinion, to get Jonathan Allen open. So Allen can get a lot of those one-on-one opportunities. Uh, if four teams are forced, you, you have to double team on the inside. Does the center shift towards Allen or they shift towards Payne? They're starting to shift towards Allen more, and you're going to see Payne open up. But that's what he does. He takes up space. He creates activity. He raises hell in the middle to free up other guys. And, uh, you know, I'm not going too much in the stats. I mean, he only has 12 sacks in his career, but he's never been known as a pass rusher anyway. His job is to stuff the run and just cause chaos. And he does a pretty good job of that. And uh, I think we should salute uh, Deron Payne, especially on this Victory Monday. We salute you, Deron Payne. This episode is dedicated to you. Although I'm going to gripe about you in just a second here when we talk about some other things later. But no, we love Deron Payne. Episode 94, dedicated to you. I don't know who else we got. Who, who are some other 94s? Preston Smith. Preston Smith, yeah. Adam Carricker. Who's a good dude? Nebraska. Nebraska or Wisconsin? One of those red teams. It was Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. We had some choices. All right. Deron Payne. So, Stubblefield. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 49er turned Redskin. I thought about that one because I really don't think he was nearly as big a bust with us as people like to remember him as. Right. Because, look, he, he was one of the anchors with Big Daddy on that 99 team that almost went to the NFC Championship game. But um, in terms of career longevity with us so far and, and, and impact and future impact that I see him having, uh, Deron Payne was my yeah. guy. Fair enough. That's a good choice. I can't can't knock that at all. Good choice. So, fellas, victory Monday. We defeated the Tampa Bay Bucks twenty nine to nineteen with a surprise performance. If you go back and look at all of the predictions that we made, that the group collective made, we had a one, two, three, four, five, six to three of the people who chimed in for the collective predictions. Uh, Tony Hamilton, our guest from ProTech Sports. If you don't know Tony, go follow him on YouTube. 31-22 Tampa. I had 38-17 Tampa. Chris McDaniel had 35-10 Tampa. Dev had 38-17 Tampa. Phil had 31-16 Tampa. Andy Burrows, our man Andy, had 22-10 Tampa. Greg Delaney, 23-20 Washington. Tiho had 24-17 Washington. And Cody Jones had 21-20 Washington. So it was a great game. Thomas Miller. was close, bro. Tiho was close. He was the closest one. Uh, I'm sorry, Shotguns didn't chime in with his somehow magical score. He always gets close. But yeah, Thomas Millen, thank you for joining. I wish we could play like that the rest of the year. Who were the? Who was that team? And what did you do with the 2021 Washington football team? Because that is not the team it's we the saw team, all year. It's the team that I've been screaming to see all season. Man, right? I want you to hear something and, and tell me if you if you heard this out of my mouth before you saw a lot more pressure from the linebackers you saw more blitzing you saw guys knifing up the middle collapsing the pocket from the inside um you saw more man coverage less zone and when we went in the zone we had guys like chase young dropping back and playing bracket coverage yep you know on a short route what's up to thanks for joining us to um, here's another one. We went 11 for 19 on third down and two for two on fourth down. We held the ball 39 minutes and eight seconds. 
T.O.P. Now, here's, here's, here's one that, that y'all are going to really love. Okay, so Taylor Heineke threw 32 passes. Um, he scrambled three times. That's 35. Sacked five times. That's 40 pass plays, right? Now, granted, I've always said you don't want Taylor Heineke throwing 40 passes if you can avoid it, but part of that's because of that time of possession realized that we actually had 30 running plays right. this game. We ran 70 plays, 40 passes, 30 runs. That's a good mixture. And I remember last season, every week, it was like, if we run the ball 30 times, we win the game. And you saw a greater commitment to the run, even though, look, you, look, Antonio Gibson, 24 carries, 64 yards. That's a 2.7 uh, yards per carry average. Now, granted, probably would be a little bit higher, but he had a couple of plays where they just blew it up in the backfield five yards deep. Um, But let's be real. If you just commit to the run like that, those one-yard runs become three-yard runs. They become five-yard runs. It keeps the chains moving, and it also forces the defense to be honest our passing game was more consistent and more effective because we ran the ball. We made an effort to run the ball. Yeah, I don't need Taylor Heineke passing more than 30 times a game. Tops, if we if he's passing more than 30 times a game, we're in trouble. Give me 25 to 30. Where do you have this guy? Passing attempts. Uh, 32. Close enough. When he's, when he's slinging more than that, bro, not he's, necessary. He's, he's probably thrown that much every game. He's no, probably, he's no, I think more he, he's throwing more. I'm saying, then, I mean, average, like he's never been below 30, I don't think. Maybe one game ever? I don't know. I don't I wonder what the average throws per game is for quarterbacks. I'm thinking it's going to be close to 30. I mean, a little over real? 30 at this point. In this in this day and age, a little it's, over, yeah, little over it, 30. It's a, it's a passing league. Ben Harlow, thanks for joining us, bro. Physical man coverage. Yeah, we saw that. Although, once we had the big lead, and I get it, we did see a lot of that soft ass zone defense, which they, you know, Brady took advantage of, but we didn't allow them to, you know, go go all the way down and, and put points on the board. The only time they did is on that play, which I watched again. He did grab Fuller's jersey and, and swim move past him. He did grab his jersey. Fuller wasn't lying. Right. No, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Yeah. He grabbed his jersey. He did. He certainly did. Um, and you can see him on the sideline. You watch it again. Like Evans on the sideline. Like describing, I grabbed. He's like, I grabbed his jersey. He's like, oh yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, even yeah. like motioned what he did to him. He's like, grabbed. It was, it was pretty, pretty obvious. Yeah. Good move, All man. Right. Good better move though. You get away with it. It's not, yeah. If you're not cheating, you ain't trying, man. Bill Belichick. That's true. All right, can you guys see this? I always, I always man. credit that to, to Eddie Guerrero, but that's just because I'm a wrestling mark. <laughs> true. <laughs> I All like right, old so- wrestling. So for the uh, the box score stats, we were talking about it. <clears throat> Let's just go ahead and flash them up on the screen here. We got – you saw Brady's numbers, 220, 23 for 34, 2 and 2. Those those interceptions were very unlike Tom Brady, but, hell, they did us some – they did fantastic for us. Taylor, 26 for 32, 256, eight, average and 8 and one touchdown. Like he he was what we needed him to be. Uh, we didn't need him to, to do everything, but he did exactly what he was what I, I think is the right thing to do to win games. 
Um, we knew Tampa wasn't was a fantastic run defense. We ran the ball, but we did not run the ball for yardage. But I would say we ran it effectively, if that makes sense. When we needed to run yes. it, we did, and we did it well. But holistically, yes, you do the total yardage. I get it. Antonio Gibson made some huge runs, and then he got stuffed a bunch of times. But who cares, right? Clock kept running, and he made the conversions he was supposed to make. Rarely do I think we got we did we get stuffed, right? No, I mean, he got stuffed. He Here's the thing. I think he probably would have had – you take away two runs and he has about 10 more yards rushing because there were two two runs where literally somebody was in the backfield as he got the ball. Uh, one was on that pitch play. I think he lost like six yards on it because as soon as he caught the pitch, he was being tackled. I mean, they yeah. read it. The, they, they, they tried to do, do the Scott Turner fancy, you know, you know, show jet sweep and then never run it. Um, yeah, by the way, anyone else like the design on that reverse to Carter? The end it was around? pretty good, it was a little too bubbly for me. I wish he would have a little more linear, turn it up quicker. Yeah, he cut, he, I think if he had to cut that inside, he had it. Yeah, he, he did that big, big, you know, floaty loop. Um, Ben Harless, I like the design back. play, and it, I like the design of play. And this is where I give Scott Turner credit. I like his play designs often. I don't like when he calls plays, except this game, he called really well. Um, but I, I don't necessarily, I've always been more critical of his play calling, not so much his play design, design which I think he kind of gets rooted in his father's concepts, which we are, we are familiar with. I think I, I was a fan of his father's concepts. I was, I yeah. mean, yeah, you know, I think he, he, he didn't exactly have stellar. He didn't have a, a great quarterback in the nineties. He didn't have. You know, he, he had outside of Henry Eller for for most of the mid nineties. Who else did he have a wide receiver? You know, yeah. I, yeah. So I mean, it's kind of similar to what we have now, uh, right now. I think Scott sometimes gets a little too cute. Yeah, but I do like some of the wrinkles he brings to the game. I just wish he, if he called every game like he called this game. I mean, we had more of a power running. Attack even out of shotgun, the style of the running was up the middle, up the middle, up the middle. Right. You know, you went outside sometimes, but all the run, all these runs up the middle, up the middle. And by the way, Antonio Gibson, he wasn't trying to initiate unnecessary contact for the most part. He was trying to do a little wiggle. He'd get a little slide. If you took him down, you took him down from the side, not head on. Uh, so I, I, a lot of things that I was hoping to see all year we're seeing coming yeah. out of bye week so maybe the coaching staff really just had a come to jesus moment with themselves yeah uh ben harlow said sheriff is back there may have been a strategy to run it more it, perhaps uh i mean we did just west, get, we, west was dominant that game bro west, west schweitzer who was you know you could argue that Senator he had Paul. he he had some really really good play on that one touchdown run did you see him just man move oh, that yeah. pile <laughs> Sheriff Sheriff Strong, Wes Schweitzer. Oh my God, Wes Schweitzer is a man. Yeah. Um. Very, very much so. Good. To, I good mean, to see uh, him. look, I've, I sang his praises last year. He's such a throwback. You know, everybody wants these, you know, these these light footed mobile linemen. I'm like, no, give give me five Wes Schweitzers. I will go out here and win ten games because I'll just keep pounding you with right. it. You know, because. You're you're going to have to run into guys like that, and, and yeah. that's not a dude. 
I don't care who you are. You smash into somebody like Wes Schweitzer, it's going to take your toll. Man, you wrestle a guy two hundred. You wrestle a guy over three hundred pounds, 65, 70 times, man. You know that's a and and not like a three hundred pounds that's very mobile. Yeah. I'm talking about three hundred pounds that moves in one direction, and that's yeah. through you. I've always yeah. thought I've always thought that's the same reason why Matt Ionitis isn't as effective this year because he's not leaning on somebody the whole game. He's only coming in every so often. Yeah, I've always wondered if maybe that's making him less effective. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, it's possible. Tio says possible. we held uh, Tom to 19 points, and he also and one, says and one, and one of those Eddie. Crap. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Will Jackson and Bobby McCain got those picks. I, I, I think the, um, the Bobby McCain I, one that Brady threw that that's just so uncharacteristic. I, I don't see, Brady played, doesn't make those. Bobby's played McCain has played pretty well the last two or three games because yeah. he's been able to just sit in the center field. Where he gets in trouble is is if he has to come and make a tackle. Yeah, that's where you end up with a problem. But small. I think I've, I've never been on the uh, the Jackson thing like everybody else. I've always thought. Jackson's all right, man. He's just playing out of position. I haven't seen too many things they throw at him and he just, you know, getting killed. I mean, he might be out of position or something like that, but he's never just getting roasted up. I I mean, no more than anyone else. I mean, he's getting roasted yeah. up sometimes, but no more than anyone else. You know, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I say the same thing about uh, – I think this was also your boy, uh, middle linebacker, the guy we just drafted. I think it was his best game. Jamin Davis. It was. Yeah, Jamin it was. Davis. I can't – well, by far, and he's, he's gotten better each of the week last week. three games. He's gotten better each of the last three games. Yeah, he has, but he came out of this bye week looking like a completely different player. He did. I mean, he was he, like, um, he 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 was he was the speed. There was one play where he came up on Fournette, and Fournette got the first down by by like a yard because yeah. you know the you know uh, Davis was coming from the far side of the field. Davis comes from the far side of the field. This could have been six, seven more yards. For Fournette, and then Davis just comes across and just meets him, and he came across so fast. And I said, "That's yeah, why we drafted." He had one or two right people. The, he had one or two people who caught shallow passes like that and stopped him right as soon as he hit him. You know, um, yeah. and Fournette's a load, man. Uh, Holcomb did had a couple of solid hits too. Holcomb has been a hard hitter. If you think of the last couple of years, he's laid some <laughs> some lumber on some guys a few times, man. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Um, Cody Jones, Cody Jones says, what's up, fellas? Um, Phil nailed Scott Turner's play calling. Exactly. Don't get, don't, don't pump Phil's head up. He's, he's not right often. So you, you get him, you get him, uh, you get him this one, <laughs> but he'll, hold on. He's not <laughs> LE where I rest my laurels of being right twice. Again, uh, though, at least again, you're thinking about it, though. It's hard. Love it's you, Mr. Slugs. Love you. It's gotta be hard to call plays for a quarterback. You didn't intend being your starter. And then on top of that, three, four linemen in and out of the lineup. And then after that, your second, third receiver out of the lineup. And then you're starting tight end out of the lineup. Now your backup tight ends out of the lineup. So hey, it, it just makes you, you know wonder what? how that's your job. That's your freaking job. No simple. But but if you Figure practice, out, if you practice with all these guys one week, and then on Sunday they all get hurt. Some guys aren't used to playing certain uh, positions in certain packages, so it narrows your play column. So I'm wondering if maybe some of that was happening. I don't know. I know like a lot of people on here has played football. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've had the fortunate ability to play. I play both sides. So I kind of, and I played back with quarterback, which I never got in at quarterback. So, but, you know, I was at least in the little meetings every now and then. And you kind of can tell like some of the stuff that they do is not, they're not able to run properly because guys aren't 
you know, you got Samus Reyes and uh, the yeah. rookie Bates out there instead of your other two tight ends. Reyes missed some simple blocks too. He, I was like, oh, dude, that's not the, what I see in practice. He missed some simple blocks, you know. You got um, Dax Reyes and position. Yeah. I mean, come on. In, that uh, was his first offensive long. snaps of his career, really. Yeah. Of any substance. Yeah. To all these guys saying that uh, Ron whipped in free agency. <laughs> Schweitzer technically was a free agent, right? Or was he a trade? I don't know. I don't remember. Schweitzer, Schweitzer, Carter, bring him back your boy at left guard. Also, uh, Leno. Yeah, Yeah. Leno. All Um, these guys are are free agency did bring it that did work out. So I'm I'm not going to say that about about Ryan here. Uh, Ben Harlow says, Schweitzer is a monster. I'd like to hear your thoughts on Mr. Carter. Guy's a hidden gem. All right, in 10 seconds. Tell me what you think about DeAndre Carter, Phil. Go. Ten seconds. Fantastic returner. Nice uh, backup piece. Third receiver uh, on offense. You got Ben's name all over Phil's face there. I know. Oh, it's just the way it's the way the, the platform is. I wish I could. That's okay. I can't my, my, look, look, I got a face for radio and a voice for American Sign Language. I can't, I can't change it. <laughs> Deb, what do you think about DeAndre Carter? Fast as fuck, man. Yeah. Beast. I like him. Takes a lot of hits on kick return or punt return. Takes he a does. lot of hits. I, I like what he's doing. He's getting open. I still feel like Taylor's throwing some some lofts out there, but I think it just that's the way he throws. The ball's perfectly placed. So I I I appreciated that. I'm gonna go ahead and stop sharing the uh, stats because I think that's 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 good by now. Um, Cody Jones says, "Anyone else pick us to win? I'm going to be owning this one for the rest of the year." Yeah, we went over the the wins and losses in the beginning of the stream, but we had six Where? people say no, and then we had three say yes. Scores aren't right, but but you, Cody, Tiho, and Greg Delaney all had to watch them football team winning. Um, I even bet against them, and uh, they messed up my parlay. So, Tampa, I don't appreciate that, but I do appreciate the win. So, I'm okay losing some money if we can win the game. I don't know Not if you all heard, but uh, former DC sports uh, media um, celebrity Chad Dukes placed the largest bet he's ever placed on a football game against Washington. Oh. And, and lost wah, 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 after, wah, wah, on, after the previous week he had placed his biggest bet before that, that on Dallas beating place. Denver and lost wow <laughs> yeah I just thought that was hilarious I'm like oh well there you go yeah. lifelong Titans fan um, uh, Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Millen says honestly I think that big hit on Brady uh, I believe on the first drive yeah, Something his dick yeah, in, he, in the dirt quick. Yeah, it really dirt quick. It, yeah, like, that's how you gotta do it. Looked like he was really shook. His face was right. What hey. did he do with his hand? They ever figure that out yet? Why do you have a know. big ass cast on his hand? As as someone who played quarterback, I will tell you: if you get hit, you get shook. You got to shake it off, but it always stays in the back of your head, and it makes you have that eye like I need to be a millisecond faster, and it really messes you up because you don't want to get hit, and you're like shit. I, I'm going to miss a read because I get the ball out quicker. Now, this is Tom Brady. I'm, I, he's the GOAT, right? Well, here's but the thing. You're right. with your psyche. If Brady's first read wasn't open or going to be open in that first read, like he he wouldn't go back to it. Immediately look for the dump off. Yeah. Yep. Ben Harlow says, uh, Jamin learned after that one play, you're talking exactly about that defensive shift the first time around. That's right. And, hey, Tony Shivers, welcome to the stream, man. The kicker made his all his kicks. <laughs> Yes, Sly. He did it. He looked, looked so good. refreshing. And it looked really good. 
like that was crazy. I was like, wow, we fire fire in all cylinders. Um, Cody Jones says, don't be sleeping on my boy Bates. He's going to turn some heads. If Scotty figures out he can do everything that Logan does, except for that one, that one play, he tried to do a little bit too much, but we appreciate the effort. Um, he's supposed to be sticky hands. Let's, let's hold on to the ball, John Bates. But no, tremendous you effort. How like he stands out on a football field because he's so big. Yeah. When the dust settles, I would love to see him and Logan across from each other and be a clearly not a good as Gronk and Hernandez, but as you know, a 2.0 version of them. I think they could they could they could do it. We definitely don't have the wide receiver yeah. talent. Bates is a natural blocker, that. and Logan Thomas has become a much better blocker than he was early on. Like he's yeah. improved in that. Uh, he almost tricked the game now. for us, man, fumbling. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I was saying. Yeah. T Hill says Carter's fantastic, man. He caught that touchdown amazingly. Uh, ben Harlow, yes, fast as fuck. Fast as fuck, fast as fuck bro. That's you caught me back in the day. But you know Yeah. It. Yep. Um, that's so as fuck. Let's. Um, we had some good stuff, but man, it came at the expense of losing Chase, which is just a just a bummer, man. It it just sucks. There's no other way to put it. It sucks that we lost Chase Young, and now we're down Montez too. So it's gonna we'll be get Montez back. Though. We will, we will. But and I think the one thing that this for I think this almost forces Del Rio's hand. He now has to get creative. With the defense, and you saw the defense open up more because they had to compensate for not having sweat. Well, now they got to compensate for not having Chase Young either. Which so means now the they, defense they, is going to get a little more exotic. Yeah, they have to blitz, which they don't do often because they can't bring pressure without Chase and Montez. So they have to blitz. I think we're going to see Landon some more in, in inside blitzing. We might see like uh, Cole Holcomb. You, you have to you have to get creative. You're right. You got to get creators. I mean, there's no other way to, you know. That, I mean, look, I like, I, I love Shaka Tony. I'm very happy with James Smith Williams, uh, how he's progressed too. Um, and I think that getting them playing time early, it's going to be a little bit of trial by fire, but this is going to make them better in the next couple of years, you know, you know, as backups in a rotation. And we've been rotating guys in a lot more than you would think. Right, uh, but I like that because they seem to step up, and they were not intimidated by the magnitude of the moment. That you are the guys now at defensive end. Yeah, Period. that's it. No, I'm that's... not a. By the way, Ben Harlow right. mentioned Casey Tuhill. I'm yeah. not a Casey Tuhill fan. Yeah, he had a. What are you talking about? He had a good game. That's the second time I've seen is, him play is, pretty well. Is a Casey Tuhill fan? We don't know who Casey Tuhill is outside Man, of being seems... on the roster. He doesn't get to play often. He seems like a guy that has a pretty high motor because every time he does play, he's always around the ball. He's always right. around the tackle. So I'm not that I don't I'm not that uh, hard on Casey Tuhill, man. I still wish they put Iron Agassi defensive in at least some snaps. Yeah. Because he can play it. That that would be interesting. That would be I interesting. Think, I think that you're gonna see stuff like that now. You're gonna see so much more than what we've seen out of that base defense. Um, which, by the way, again, Landon Collins, Buffalo Nickel, did the job again. Yeah. Uh, Tiho makes a good point. Um, now, what can we do? Do we have to sign a veteran defensive end? I think you do have to get another defensive end in some way, shape, or form, because now you're down two, at least temporarily. Uh, the one that I was checking the free agent list earlier, do you go out and get someone like Olivier Vernon? Yeah. Who's a, who's a seasoned Please. veteran? 
thirty years old. And bring back, I, bring back Junior Gallette, bro. I, I would too. I would bring back Junior Gallette. Why yeah, one hundred percent bring back Junior Gallette, man. I am not bringing back Junior Gallette to this organization. Crazy, I bring back Junior Gallette. Hey, you're not guilty, bro. Not guilty, bro. No, I'm talking about the fact that all he's done is shit on this organization. Oh, who cares? They deserve it, man. Everybody shit on it. I do it every week. Yeah, but I'm not bringing him back so he can do that and me pay him to do that. That's true. Uh, Ben Harlow says, love the Buffalo nickel. Yeah, Chase being out, it's going to suck. But you know what? Injuries are part of the game. It's Uh November, so depending on his rehab schedule, he might – I don't know. Everyone heals differently. AP did it so quickly. Robert did it too fast. Everyone's ACL heals differently, so I'll be interested to see what James Andrews is going to put out or – I know he's not a team doctor anymore, unless he is. And then uh, there's an NFL doc out there on Twitter. I'll be sure to see what he's going to say, but – Chase was back out there on crutches, man. It was it was it was good stuff. Uh, so getting getting on to the next topic, fellas, let's talk about some good, bad, and ugly. So, Dev, give me a good, give me a bad, and give me an ugly, man. What do you got? The good would be obviously our defense played very well. Um, okay. Well, I take that back. Who said the good is Taylor Heineke played very well? Yeah. Um, the bad, uh, the bad was easy. That was uh, William Jackson's dumbass uh, penalty before halftime. Fucking moron, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought I just praised him like thirty minutes ago. I didn't think he played that bad. But he's just, he's definitely a moron. That's some stupid. That's some stupid shit you brought back from Cincinnati, bro. I, yeah. I can't say that because we do same dumb shit. But uh, that was the bad. The ugly, the ugly was Tom Brady, man. Fuck him. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Hey, Ben Harlow says, appreciate you guys. Thanks for the good vibes on the Victory Monday. Got to go spend some time with the wife. My default second favorite team, the 49ers. Hey, fair enough. 49ers are playing the Rams tonight. Should be a good game. I want to see OBJ and see what he does. Yeah. Ben, thanks for for joining, bro. We appreciate it. Okay, uh, for those who are listening and and watching uh, live, if you want to, please go ahead and put your good, bad, and ugly in the chat. We'll go ahead and display it. So, Phil, give me your good, bad, and ugly. The good was amazing play calling, sustained drives, ball control, everything we want to see out of a team that's supposed to have a great defense. The offense complemented well. The bad was letting that game get close before that final drive because I was about I was I was like, no, don't choke this game away now. Um, the ugly was uh, Chase Young's injury. Yeah. Period. That I hate seeing that. Um, I got really nasty with a friend of mine who's an Eagles fan because he tried to walk back, but he was kind of gloating over it. He goes, "Oh look, Washington beat Tampa Bay. What did it cost them? Everything." And he yeah. put up his little Eagles emojis, and I. Basically told him that, you know, he was lowered in microbes and sewage. Um, There's a lot of those memes going around. What did it cost? We won at what cost? People are, you know, we're not going to make the playoffs. We lost Chase Young. Well, you know what? It was going to, we could have lost that game and it still would have happened. So that's an irrelevant point. You know what I mean? It really is. Yeah. T.O. agrees with Dev on that stupid penalty. What if we do though? 
what if we do? That's right. Uh, we'll we'll be drafting down in the twenties again, and uh, we'll probably have Taylor Heineke at quarterback. So <laughs> that's where we'll be if we do. Uh, for me, With all the quarterbacks come out in the draft next year. I think we can get one. You could get one and stash it. Let Taylor play his last year out, say goodbye, and move on. Maybe yeah. we'll see. We'll see if, what happens. If the goal is for Taylor to bring him on, then yeah, what would it matter? He's gonna start anyways, right? Yeah. He'll get picked up and go somewhere else. A lot of football left. We'll see what happens. My good, bad, ugly. I'm going to say my good was the the balance on offense. We had 32 passes to 34 runs. Our offense is never that balanced. Never that balanced. And thankfully, it was. I'm not saying it was because we were ahead. It was just balanced. I will say, though, there was a point in time where we were ahead and Scott was still passing the ball way too damn much. Right. There was times that we, like under five minutes, you did not need to pass the ball on first and second down. Like, un, not necessary. Uh, not necessary, dude. Seriously. We were only down by four at that point. Not necessary at all. Come on. Right? We were only up by four at that point. So you, you got you to gotta do a little better, Scott. But you know what? That's the good. The balance was great. We said earlier, with 34 rushes, 94 yards. We only averaged 2.8 yards per carry. But there were some effective ass runs in there. You know what I mean? And um, it was fantastic. The bad for me, I'm going to say, Dev already kind of took my, uh, let me give two bads. One, I agree with Dev on uh, William Jackson's face mask on that Mike Evans wide, that reception, because if you notice, that was the last play of the half. They were out of field goal range. That put them 15 yards forward and allowed them one last play. Because if you make a penalty on, on a play with no time on, you get one free play. So that gave them three points and that could have came back to bite us in the ass, bro. Seriously. Right in the cheeks. Yep. Another bad play. We didn't really see it is the taunting that after that McCain INT, I get it. We're excited. You picked off the goat. You picked off Brady, but you took a 20 yard return and it got negated to a five yard return. You just got to be better. Discipline, 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 just be a little better. And then the ugly for me, of course, like Phil said, uh, chases ACL and uh, Tony, excuse me, Tony, Tony Shever says the good, the time killing drive to ice the game, the bad, the timing of the Dax mill fumble, the ugly with the headshots by Tampa with no flags, bro. Fantastic points, Tony. Fantastic. That Dax mill fumble. I almost threw my phone at my television and I, it was just unfortunate. You can't go against Levante David head on. Just fall down, dude, fall fall down. uh, Levante David causes fumbles. That's what he does. You don't you don't do that at at a buck eighty five going against a two thirty five two forty pound linebacker. Come on, man. And the headshots, yeah. That was it. Terry McLaurin who took that shot across the field, and there was no penalty. I don't, I don't think they. I think we see that again. It was a shoulder to chest. It wasn't a headshot. It was a hell of a hit. But here's the thing: if you ever doubt that Terry McLaurin is not a star in this league, oh, how right, he took that hit? You're so right. Absolutely. That's nope. what stars do. That's what real men do at wide receiver. Yeah, you're Aaron right. Aaron is a goddamn man. Yeah. True story. True. True story. I won't argue with you. Um, I do want to show something real quick that uh, Tony was talking about once I pull it up here. Um, that drive, I mean, if you look on the Washington, um, Washington Twitter, I don't know if you've seen it, but I'll, I'll I'll pull it up here in a second. It was the longest drive, at like in the history. <laughs> it, it really made some some really cool cool points here. I want to make it full screen here, just a second. 
full screen. Here we go. For those out in the audio land, here is the picture. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and mute this comment so we get the full thing. 19 plays, 80 yards, 10 minutes and 26 seconds. The 19 plays is the longest in 30 years for this team, and the 10-26 is the longest in the NFL this season. And that was by in part due to running strategic run calling. It was awesome. It was truly awesome. Thing of beauty. Time of possession, just like you said in the beginning, Phil. Time of possession. I mean, that that drive was – I kept looking – because this is the point where I'm literally – I'm sitting at my buddy's house on the couch, and I've got – we got two TVs up. One's showing the AEW pay-per-view from the night before, and the other one's got Washington game on. And I look over, watch here, look over again, look over – and I realized, I was like, I've been doing this for a long time. This like back and forth. We still have the ball. How do we still have the ball? We don't do this. We don't just march down the field and impose our will on other teams. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, we still have the ball. We Who is this team? Ball. And what did you do with the old team? Um, Tony, thank you for those good back. That was amazing. That was perfect. Tiho, that's what she got. Tiho says the good is our defense and offense improved. And Taylor bought out. The bad is the missed calls. Yep, there were some missed calls. The ugly is Tom Brady throwing away two picks in the chase on injury. Yep, all valid points. Now, there, Taylor Heineke should have had one interception. The one that you remember DeAndre Carter caught that tip with that. It was almost like a slant yeah. or a uh, – that should have been an interception. That was in that guy's hands. But it didn't. So, you know what? Almost only counts on horseshoes and hand grenades, not in football. It wasn't a pick. Whatever. Yeah, it should have been a pick, but it wasn't. Uh, Tio also says that pace Mac penalty on Will Jackson also bad. Yep, just like just like Dev said. Uh, Cody Jones, let's hear his. He said the good was our team actually playing complimentary football for once. The bad was Chase getting hurt, and the ugly was that stupid fucking face mask that Tom Brady makes when he's crying. <laughs> yes, it's it's bad. It's not it's not as bad as Eli's poop face that that weird little smug yeah it's just like he's there just sucking down there i i hate eli manning i'm sorry um if he gets in the hall of fame i'm uh, i'm i'm uh, i, think I should have, we should protest that to said the headshot on jd mckissick yeah th- i think that one was arguable um jd had a great game though uh very good game for jd mckissick just doing what he needs to do that's why we brought him in all right let's talk the about best slot receiver on this team yeah i think we were talking about that last year too I think so. All right, game balls. Phil, give me a game ball for offense and a game ball for defense. Go, are you up first? Game ball. I'm going to go game ball on defense. Um, Jack Del Rio gets Ooh. a game ball. Okay, that's first. Because that was a team effort on defense. Okay. He's down one first-round defensive end pass-rushing force. He loses another first-round defensive end pass-rushing force, and we still kept Tampa Bay clamped down. Yeah, that's so a good one. That's, that's one. The game ball on offense. God, after what I predicted, this is going to be so amazing. I'm going to go Taylor Heineke. Oh, Phil. Because he played a smarter game. He 
did some running around, did some free roaming. I almost gave this by the way. I almost gave this to Scott Turner by not giving two coaches game balls in one in one week. No. Think about um, it also. Think about what you said also, though. Not only is what you're saying right, but all that stuff about um, Taylor Heineke only won because Devin White didn't play or because they had and he didn't him. win and he didn't win when Devin White was out. He did win when Devin White was in. Right. Yeah. And and they they talking about oh they didn't scout them they didn't know them now they got film on them <laughs> you know yeah. and, and and you can say hey well they didn't have uh, Brown and and uh, Gronkowski that's cool we didn't have a whole lot of people well put it this way I the reason why I give it to Heineke is that Heineke gave us the best of what we want he didn't play out of himself and out of his limitations. But he played to his strengths both in the pocket and getting out of the pocket. Um, and he didn't make stupid throws like he did. He's done some previous games where he, you know, tries he, he was so off on the back shoulder. Most of his passes were not hot. He's was better about not throwing the ball high, but he also had better passing lanes and he got out the pocket a little more. And he didn't have to try to throw over someone who's six six. Uh, yep. which I think he has problems with. And maybe just his delivery. He doesn't have a very overhand delivery. He has a very, you know, three-quarter, you know, not quite sidearm, but it's kind of a three-quarter delivery. He whips and it. He I, whips it. He, he whips, whips it. it. And I think yeah. that's why he lofts it a lot. And he has a yeah. throwing high. If he had more of an overhand delivery, he could go right over the, the lineman. Yeah. But um, – I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it to Heineke just because he played the game that I want him to play every week in terms of when he takes the, the risky chances, when he plays it safe, all that. So okay, only one game ball, no no one for defense. I said go Jack Del Rio. I'm sorry, defense. Jack Del Rio. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Give me coach. All right, Dev. Wait, before we go to Dev, let's read Tihos. Tihos says, give the game ball to Taylor Heineke. He really bought out offense and defense is Jack Del Rio. There you go, Phil. <laughs> Tho is right in line. Dev, I've got me- a lot of people in, and I got a lot of people behind me th- this week. I, I'm glad that uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad that we're communicating here. Yeah, we're, you got Dev. We're on the wavelength. Give me a game ball for offense and defense. You're muted. You're muted, Dev. You're muted. I'm a, I'm gonna try to go a little different. I'm gonna go. go for I'm gonna go Wes Schweitzer. Oh, good uh, one. Good one. Game ball. Oh yeah. man, we lost we lost Sheriff early on, and you know didn't miss a beat. And that's one of the things I'm wondering why we didn't trade that uh, Sheriff at the last of his contract. Um, so yeah. we'll see what this is going to be in the off season. Because I oh. think I told y'all before the year started. I think Sheriff, right. I think I think uh, Swartz is a starter, man. I think he's yeah. a good enough player to be a starter. Him and Cosme, right? It's a good good my, future. My defensive game ball goes to obviously Jonathan Allen. Yeah, um, that man. If that man doesn't make All Pro first or second team, wow, wow. Yeah, he's a he's a problem, man. He's definitely earning his, 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 his yeah. extension. Right, balling out numbers. Are his his like metrics for PFF are off the chart, man. He's he's just right. seems to be everywhere, a lot more than what uh, uh, Deron Payne is doing when you try to compare the two side by side. Jonathan cons- and consistent. He's more the hard worker type. Versus, not that pain isn't, right. but he's more on the, he's on the hard work gets him to where he needs to go versus the natural talent in the spectrum. The pain is probably on, you know. Yep. Which is why I really thought maybe Ian Iverson Allen would start. 
You know what's funny? What? We we I don't know if we've called I Nice his name once this year. Isn't that crazy? I don't he think has, he's he has a he has a couple of cents, like three he cents. He does, but I, I just don't think he's he's the same guy after this after his injuries, man. I don't we'll see. I don't I it, he's not getting a lot of clock. Yeah, him and him and Tim Settle, they don't get a whole lot of burn. They they don't. They're two talented players, but I think Tim Settle's gone. So people are trying to snatch him up. Someone's gonna yeah, want to get him. Settle's gonna go somewhere and start, man. He, yeah, he, he will. Um okay. Uh game balls. For me, I'm gonna go a little different route. I'm going to go because, and I don't want to, you're right. I don't think we should give it to the same people. So I'm going to say Joey Sly, just because why not, right? Why not? He made all his extra points, which is all we ask for. Do your job. And he made all his field goals. Those three field goals to start the game. Holy crap. What the way? 56 yards. What was the first one? So clutch. I'd have to go look, man. I I don't know the, all the scoring plays, but. And then another game ball I'm going to get uh, might not be the pop might not be the most popular opinion, but you can at me if you want. You see my my handle right there. I'm going to give it to Ron Rivera. He's been taking a lot of flack lately, rightfully so, right? Rightfully slow. He deserves all the flack for all I the ain't him shit. To, he's got to go beat Cam, dog. That's fine. If he go beat Cam, then I'll get on his bandwagon again. Cam's just... not starting. Hey, no, yes, he is. He's already taking first snap uh, start snaps, man. Read the read the. Hey, the Cam, Cam scored two touchdowns. 2.0 right now. He scored two touchdowns. Let's I see how they use him. Hey, injured. PJ Walker is is good. Was the good. guy, but we'll, we'll see. I, they I said he's know. taking first uh, snap, first team snaps right now. He's taking like ninety percent of snaps, and the goal is to have him ready by this week or next. Okay. So, 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 man, he might. You know, if we lose to Carolina, I'm cool with that. But if we lose to Carolina because Heineken plays bad and Cam plays good, I, I'm never gonna let that die, man. I'm never gonna let that die. Yeah. Well, Joey Sly, Sly hit a 46 yarder, a 28 yarder, a 29 yarder, and he made all his extra points. So that's what I'm saying. He gets my my game ball. How did um, you feel about the last uh, touchdown? Not going for the extra point. No. So that. Eight. That, that was my that was my caveat to Ron getting a game ball. So Ron gets the game ball for all the all he he just the everything that you said, Dev. We were down so many players. Everything that you said, Phil. The the game plan, the creativity, the balance. Ron gets the game ball for that for me from from that side of the house, just just because right. And to put the icing on the cake was the final that. Four, Call for it on fourth down. Fourth, first, I was like, wait, go for it. I mean, uh, just kick it, kick it, kick it, get the points. And I was like, wait a minute. And the announcer said, I'm like, but Ron had already made the call. He had already sent Taylor back out there. Go for it on fourth and goal. Either because you got to go 99 yards to score with 30 seconds left, or you score a touchdown. I mean, why not? Take the gamble, paid mm-hmm. off. Phenomenal call that no one's really even talking about. I mean, we're talking about it, but no one's talking about that. That, that the was like, that was we're talking about it because we were so terrified of getting one blocked again. Yes, that's the only Ter- reason we were. I mean, common sense was kick the fucking extra point. Man. Actually, analytics said go for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cody Jones says, "Yeah, Dev. John Allen is a bad man. That's right." Yeah. And Tio's saying facts, Dev. Uh, Marks Edlin, thank you for joining us from uh, Sports Group Two. I think William Jackson starting to play better. Had his knee, had him starting slow. Yeah, and also yeah. being in the wrong scheme, playing Played a lot of man. Yes. Yeah, playing yeah. a lot of zone yeah. when you're a man corner. It's the opposite of what we did with Josh Norman. We put Josh Norman in man, and he's a zone corner. So play to the, play to the player's strengths. You know, that's all you got to do. Tio says next week we have to beat the Panthers because we have to prove last night game wasn't a fluke. Next week's game is going to be huge. So please, please tune in Thursday night as we as we um, 
preview that game, and it's probably going to have a lot of Cam Newton talk. Uh, speaking of Cam, Cody Jones says, Cam ran for six inches, passed for 7.5, and we are going to abuse him. He also scored twice, so we shall see. It, it, oh, yeah, it's either. going to be interesting How what happens with Cam Newton. I'm I'm very excited about next week. I'm interested to see what I haven't even checked on the early lines, what, what Vegas thinks, but I, I think as the week goes on and we see what's happening with cam at practice, it'll, it'll tell us a lot more. So, um, shout outs, Dev, go ahead and start. man. If cam goes off on us, it's going to be the last show I'm going to be allowed to do because whoever FCC, whoever controls the airwaves and shit, they're going to ban me dog. I'm going to be, I'm going to have a complete nigga moment. If cam Newton. <laughs> Goes off on us, bro. And wins. He can go off and lose, cool. If he goes off and wins, they can win and he not go off on cool. If he goes off and he, it's because of Cam Newton. I, I'm with oh, you, wow. especially after beating Tampa and especially after, you know, he made comments that we don't need him. We we got our guy. Man, they had like three chances to get Cam. They did. I wonder, sh- I wonder if they talked and like, so I wonder which one would have said no. Or Ron was probably just no, like, can't be mad. Ron was probably just like, listen, we're not in, a, we're not in a place right now where we can, we can do that. You know, I know I love you, but just probably just not in a place right now where I can bring you on. Let's talk in the off season. I, mean, I probably had some conversation like that, right? Who knows? I mean, for, for there's, there's no indication that one guy does not like the other. Yeah, I still think Belichick uh, resigned him before free agency hit because Washington was going to get him. I still think he was their plan A. Probably and Belichick knew that and grabbed him and signed him up before he hit free agency. See, I don't think so. That's I, then, why, I don't understand why he picked him up before free agency. Then obviously, if Washington didn't want him, who else fucking wanted him? Because he was sitting at home, nobody grabbed him. Hey, Marcus, we'll be on eight thirty p.m. Thursday on the live stream. You'll see that we put the preview in our group. I'll, I'll put the preview out tomorrow. It's almost as asinine as, as Green Bay getting mad about uh, OBJ going to the Rams. Or, or Seattle, but I'm like, he was on waivers. Y'all could have got up for $4 million from waivers and an unguaranteed contract for two years, and now you're mad that he went to the Rams. You could have took him. You could have stole OBJ. I don't know. He wanted to go to a contender. We are not yeah, a contender. he was on waivers, bro. I'm talking about, like, the Giants. I'm talking about, like, the Green Bay Packers and Seattle. They're mad because he went to the Rams when they could have grabbed him. They could have grabbed him. Yeah, but I'm sure there's always talk like talking to his agent. Hey, we want to get your guy. I don't want to play. I'm not. Okay. I'll just be inactive. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not coming to play for your team. I'm just gonna. I'd rather be inactive than come play for your team. I'm I sure that talking. I guess you would flip me for a six round pick in the offseason, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, but he has to agree to come to you. You know what I'm saying? No, no, on waivers we could have yanked him. He could have just been mad like uh, Trent Williams was and sitting at home. I'm like, cool, yeah. six round pick for nothing. We don't waivers. need that drama. No, no, on waivers, no one owns you. You're a free agent. No, no, you're on waivers. It goes by the worst record in the league. They can claim you. Yes, and but it doesn't mean yours. you. It doesn't mean you have to sign. Yeah, you no, you, no, you don't you have, have to, to sign. Waivers. You put yourself on waivers because you want to be on a team. I mean, yeah. you. But I, I'm sure there's some stipulation like, well, if we're not going to sign with the team that wants you, then you need to just be. Remember when Dion did that when he left us? I mean? When we hey. put on waivers, and then uh, the Chargers picked up. He got mad. You know what? The Eli Manning says, "I'm not playing for you, uh, San Diego. I'm going to New York." So. Forget Eli Manning, man. Hey, Dev, still waiting for your shout-outs, man. Do you have any shout-outs? Oh, I got a, uh, I got a hedgehog. I want to name him Chronic, as in Chronic the Hedgehog. Okay, let me do it. So that's fair. Name him after some animal on TV. Shout out to the hedgehog. Maybe that can be our mascot, the Washington Hedgehogs. Dude, that'd be dope. (laughs) 
I want some weird animal like a bat or some shit, you know, like Washington bats. I want to sound like a fucking triple A team, one of those kind of things, like the river frogs, some ignorant shit like it. Almost I'm every- afraid we're gonna end up with some some triple A baseball. I, I uh, definitely want a triple A baseball name. Honestly, that's why I said werewolves, man. It's perfect, man. I don't know yeah. why everybody hates the werewolves, but werewolves wolves, is perfect. Wolves, wolves. Cody Jones says, my shout out, my shout out goes to the announcers who were so in love with Tommy Brady. Fuck those guys. You know what? They were also Taylor Heineke's ass too. They loved some Taylor yeah, Heineke that game. Everybody He's doing it. so well. He's you the- know, it's funny how it, it, it's funny because there's only one announcer who's a former Washington player who you can tell still has affinity for Washington, and that's Joe Theismann. Like yeah. the rest of them really try to act like, oh, I have no affinity for this franchise whatsoever. Like Mark Schlereth, like, dude, you won two Super Bowl rings with this yeah. franchise. We have four total. Two of them came here. Act like it a yeah. little bit. You know, if Troy Aikman could go out here and just be the biggest Cowboys homer in the history of mankind, you, you come on, give us something. Right. Remind people that people used to like us. Who's the other lineman? Same thing. Mark, other, May. Mark May, Mark May, same thing, man. Yeah, give him well, a little Mark love. May's, Mark May's bitter because he lost his job while he was here to Mark Schlereth. Yeah, and, and Mark, and he, well, he lost his job to Mark Schlereth, and uh, or you could say either him or Raleigh McKenzie because those two used to alternate a lot. But yeah, yeah Mark May is all, like he just he's got some kind of bitter feelings uh towards this franchise because he didn't get to end his career here. Yeah. He ended he ended it with the Cardinals playing for head coached Joe Bugle. Joe Bugle, former yeah, great. That's getting great. Hey Marcus Edlin says he can sit out because the Browns are paying part of the salary. That's true. So there's no need for him to play. Um Yes, Brian Mitchell does represent Washington, Marcus Edlin. But he's not he's not a national broadcast. He's not. He's local, so he kind of has to uh, you're right. Not a lot of national guys. It, it, it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. I, personally, I hate it when they show fear. I like when they bash. Like Tony Rimmel's bashed the Cowboys a few times on some broadcasts, which I kind of like. But all right, Phil, who you got for shout outs, man? Uh, shout out to Texas Trays. I got to try those chips out of Boyce, Virginia. Um, made my game day experience so much better. Um, I will never eat uh, Tostitos again. Ooh. If I want to tortilla chips, um, they're like twice as thick. Like you can put a ton of salsa on these things and it will not break. Uh, so yeah, Texas trays, get them for your next uh, tailgate, get them for your next football Sunday party, get them for yourself. They're delicious. I highly recommend the, the Chipotle flavor. Yeah. Um, shout out to everybody in the group chat tonight or in the, uh, the, podcast chat tonight uh because uh these are the guys who really keep the group going a lot of ogs in here and some newer faces too that uh really stir a lot of content and um for those who spent saturday and sunday morning talking about how they just needed to take a mental and emotional break from this team and how ron needs to be fired and how chase young or how, I'm sorry, how um, Montez Sweat being hurt, well, that's not really much of a loss. Um, and probably would say the same about Chase if we hadn't won this game. Um, I hope this win brings you back into a, a functional state of mind. I really do. I, I hope so. I hope that you 
woke up from whatever funk of pain and ignorance you're laying in. And I hope that you can enjoy at least the next couple of weeks knowing that what we saw on Sunday is possible. Fair enough. A um, couple of shout outs for me. First uh, and foremost, thank you for everyone to join in tonight. You guys are awesome. You guys really keeps going. My second shout out goes to a Mr. Richard, Rich Rudolph. He's in our Facebook group, uh, Washington Reds, well, excuse me, Washington Football Addicts. He sold me tickets to the Cowboys game coming up in December, which Phil and I are going to. And I'm, I'm trying to find a, uh, another person for our third for my family. But tonight he hits me up. So we already have a red zone parking pass. I also have an orange lot pass for sale if anybody wants it. He gives me out of the blue, Phil, Washington, our Washington gold member cards for the game. So the gold member is something new they're doing this year. You get discounts to on food. You get discounts on the team store and you get better lines for food and you get better lines getting into the stadium, all which are going to be very important come that Dallas game. because It's going to be a madhouse. So Rich Rudolph, I salute you, bro. Thank you so much. You didn't have to do that. Coming through in the clutch, man. So thank you very much. Ooh. I really appreciate that. And, you know, shout out to all, all the fans of this team. This It's been hell. It really has. We've been, like Phil was saying, it's been so good. It's been so bad. We stick through it thick and thin. It's been rough. It, it really has been rough. So, hey, wins like that, if you notice, winning cures everything. We're happy. No one's talking smack about the team no one's complaining let's just be more consistent i think that's all we need to do let's let's be let's be consistent and um um cody says just remember if you're going to be a gold member you have to fight austin powers that is correct <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one tio says thanks for keep thanks and keep up the good work watch the football addicts thank you tio uh you're always here thank you very much so y'all watch uh, y'all watch the turtles yet man no not yet i got a happy meal toy for my kids though so y'all ain't watched the uh, the harder they fall yet either on netflix i did watch boogie yesterday uh Steve, it's in the queue. I saw it on uh, HBO. Not good, bro. Not good. No. I mean, the story, the story is the story is good, man. It's like a hood story with an Asian dude yeah. in it, man. But yeah. it's barely any basketball really in it. It's like predictable. Oh. It's like so derivative. Like, it's like it's like hoop dreams with Asians. Oh. Got, like he was, got game with Asians or some I shit. Was, like like <laughs> loving basketball, loving basketball with Asians. But that's what yeah. I was hoping for because loving basketball is a good movie. <laughs> Oh no, uh, man! Like, and you know, the motherfucker like dunks like once or twice. It's like weird. Uh, it's not bad. It's not a bad movie at all. We, but it's not it's like, Jerry. It's not Jeremy Lin's biography. Is what you're saying? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a hood. It's a hood nigga movie. It's like yeah. Asians in it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm still gonna watch it. I'll let you know. I'll you gonna laugh though? Opinion. Watch uh, L.A. Ninja. That's fucking hilarious. I think is it's it? not L.A. Ninja. It's new, but okay. it's old. Nice. All right. Well, we uh, we appreciate oh, one more one more one more shout out. One more shout out. Shout out to Rod. Doom. You have taken some of the curse off this team, and you took it to, <laughs> to Las Vegas with you. It has not been a good few weeks for you. Yeah. Oh, shout out to the Wizards. According to Hill, balled out and beat the Pelicans one hundred five to one hundred. Oh shit! Oh, I gotta see my Knicks. I gotta see my Knicks time. Still in first place in Ooh. the East. Oh, we're I losing. We're losing by one. Uh, 79 to 80. So that should put us at nine and three, if I'm not mistaken. We're doing well. Hail to I the Wizards. Losing by one. 
Hail to the Wizards. All right. On that note, we'll see you guys uh, Thursday evening. Um, Please tune in. And if you like what we're doing, like the channel on YouTube. If you want to, please subscribe. We would we would highly appreciate it if you did. Um, Absolutely. As we continue to grow this channel. So, yep, hail to the Wizards, 10-3 and three now. Hail to this football team. Uh, we love all you guys, and we'll see you on Thursday. Y'all stay up. Enjoy the win. Next week we got Carolina. It's going to be tough, but soak in this W. Walk around with your chest out a little bit. Do, do your little walk rolling into work, you know. Walk a little bit taller, smile a little bit more, and enjoy the win because, hey, you never know we're going to get the next one. On that note, (laughs) signing off. As always, peace and hail.